Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. I'm Kenneth. And I'm Jerry, where we will be your guide on how to level up in life, be it your finances or your personal development journey. We hope that this can be your daily dose of motivation to help you take charge of your life. I'm sure you'll find today's episode interesting. Let's go. With Ethereum down 80% from its all-time high and many alternative coins down more than 90% from their all-time high as well, many crypto friends or fans and friends like, have been asking us and telling us about our stories and wondering, is this the end of crypto? Yep, I think it's very easy to, to, to have that feeling of fear when you see Ethereum going down by 80% or maybe basically your portfolio uh, dropping like more than 50% and that would induce a level of fear that makes you think that cryptocurrency may potentially have quote-unquote died. I mean, for, for some people, they were even asking me or like telling me that crypto is actually a scam because of all this. Like Literally, they're just people pumping up the bags to like the all-time highs and then just dumping on the holders. But what are your thoughts on that? I mean, if you were to look at the prices of Ethereum, right? I think mm. back before the bull run, I mean, there, there was a crash as well. I mean, Bitcoin was at its all-time high, the previous all-time high, and it went all the way down like 80%, 90% as well. Right. Uh, but yet, it bounced back up. So, and it has been, that, that has been the trend over the past few years. So, um, whether, I, I'm not sure. I don't have a golden ball, but <laughs> the, the trend does suggest that in time to come, it may potentially rise up again. But why do you think the, the asset class is so volatile that, you know, we have seen in the past where it was at like a thousand, it is all time high previously, and then it went down to like $190 or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. And then now we are kind of like repeating history whereby we went to almost like, let's say for Ethereum's case, $5,000. Yeah. And then at one point of time, we even saw it below $1,000. Mm-hmm. These are all in US dollar terms. La. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that, like for crypto is so volatile right now? I think crypto is volatile because it is not exactly state-owned. State-owned? What do you mean by state Meaning it's not packed to any, uh, 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 any, any tangible assets. Mm-hmm. So when it's not packed to any, any tangible assets, it's uh, purely being manipulated by demand and supply or we call it market forces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but... What kind of market forces? That's a different question. Because there can be people that have a lot of money that can manipulate the market force uh, and can manipulate the market. I'm also guessing it's because like, I mean, if you're talking at least about alternative coins in the crypto space, right? Yeah. Their market caps, their market caps aren't big enough. So that's why when even like if someone were to pump $1 million, that would be a huge shift in the price, right? Yeah, correct. So, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I, I think I strongly reason I mean I strongly believe that it's because it is not packed to any tangible asset. Mm-hmm. That's why it's very volatile. Yeah. And a lot of people when they enter cryptocurrencies, they have the mentality of uh gambling. They have a gambling <laughs> mentality. Right. And uh, that's why it's volatile as well. Like people just come in, especially for the retail investors when they come in, it's not so much about what the technology is gonna do for the world in the future or what's the usability of it, but more often than not people may be just coming in and buying that asset because they just want to see their money 10x, 20x, or even 100x. I mean, yeah. In the shortest possible amount of time. Like yeah, that. yeah, correct. Okay, okay. Then if that were to be the case, right, it does sound like like the whole space is dominated or predominantly 
like what I would call degen money, right? Like De- degenerate, money. degenerative. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So would you say that that might be the reason why crypto is dead, or do you think crypto will actually even survive this current, I would say, bear market or recession that's coming? I mean, we can't call it degenerate money. I mean, I think it depends on different uh, cycles and different. I mean, even in long, long time ago, before New York Stock Exchange, I mean, when stock, when New York Stock Exchange, uh, uh, got to the public, when mm-hmm. it, when it first started, by putting money into the stock market, people would think that it's degenerate as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is just at different phases. It's just at different phases that you have, you have people, uh, uh, throwing in money at different things because of like a mm. new technology or whatsoever that makes you think that it's degenerate. But, uh, you can, but how do I put it? Uh, it's, it's part of a whole game theory, you see. Like you can't, you, it's, it's, I mean, humans like to explore. And I think all these different, uh, elements of uncertainty and mystery makes it fun, uh, I would say. So is it truly degenerate? I'm not sure, but I'm I'm sure crypto is not dead, lah. It's just that right now, market a lot of ma- monies are being siphoned out, and that's why we think it's dead because you don't see the money going into your pocket. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why you think it's dead. You don't see the the bags being pumped, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, in fact, for me, I'm I'm very hopeful about crypto. I, how I see it is like it's it's very similar to what we saw like in the internet back in the 2000s mm-hmm. where the adoption rate back then was still really low and there were still people calling like even on the news articles right I saw like the internet is a fad it's a scam is a fad, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. but now when we look at our current lives and how how engrossed we are in the whole internet technology, right? We, we literally would die or people would rather, you know, lose their wallets than their handphones now because of what you have on your, your phone through the internet. Oh, true. Right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I think it, the, it, the, the technology... Do people even have handfo- uh, wallets nowadays? I, I know of some people who go around without a wallet, you know? Yeah. You know, because you can literally store your Just credit Just Apple card. Pay and things like that, yeah. Right. Last night, people think that credit card was a scam as well. Oh, wow, I never even knew that that was a thing. Yeah, people think the credit card was a scam also. So I really think it depends on the phase of life. La. Because mm. I think whenever we are approaching new technology, people would always think that, oh, it's it's something that's uncertain. There's yeah. no certainty yet. There's not much regulation involved. Yes. And without regulation, without government actually stepping in to regulate the whole entire new form of technology, right? People fear... Yeah, fear for either both the good sides and the bad sides of the of what the technology may bring, la. Mm. Yeah, that's why maybe uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a we are in that spot now where it's a little bit like there's adoption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yet at the same time, it's not like hundred percent adoption because I think right now it's the crypto. If if we look at it, is in terms of how you can get on board it. There mm. is some level of difficulty, right? There is, there is a, a lot of education that's required also. Yeah. And, and I think that's also one of the main reasons why uh, some, some side projects that we are doing also does involve like, you know, having people learning a bit more about how to onboard themselves onto Web3. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's really important because if this technology does get 100% adoption in the future, like what we see with the internet right now, then we wouldn't want our listeners to be falling behind, you know, whereby they are not, you know, uh, familiar with the technology. Yet. Yeah, correct. I mean, if it's, if if crypto is truly dead, right? I mean, Adidas, Nike, they won't be 
building on the project, right? Yeah. Maybe it's because it's like a brand thing. Once they're in it, they can't get out of it because it will affect their their brand in entirety. But they've been in the game for quite some time as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, big companies, they integrate all this uh, 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 technology into their businesses. So like NFTs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Coming, I've seen like a lot of the car brands like McLaren, uh, I've also seen clothes brands like uh, Deutsche and Gabbana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Prada, Prada as well. Nike, Adidas. Yeah, all these different brands are all coming in. So, is it truly dead? I don't think so. But maybe we are at the point of time where people are not expecting much from the technology, mm-hmm. and where ev- when everybody is building on the technology, there's not much like marketing involved. So, mm-hmm. when they think that uh, nothing is being marketed to them, they think it's dead. Or dying. Yeah, probably. La. Yeah. And, and the interesting thing is that I think one very, um, I would say, key indicator that I, I, I look at, right, to determine whether certain technology is dying. Because I think a lot of times people will see the price pump and that's where we see the most amount of daily users of the technology. <laughs> Right, because uh, people are entering the market to make money from it. And euphoria, la, a lot of euphoria. And yeah, euphoria, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so I was actually quite curious to to see la, what would be the active users like be like once we are in this bear market, which we have seen or seen a lot of crypto go from like 90 to 80% of their all-time high price yeah. drop totally. So can you make a guess uh, at, at ETH or Ethereum's all-time high? What do you think their active daily users the number of active daily users a day would like every day yeah 10 million 10 million yeah 10, 10 million, million users every day uh, actually I think maybe more than that uh. it's I, I think 10 million is quite li- little right uh, not not so much not so much oh, not so much uh. actually surprisingly no <laughs> oh wow, wow I'm also surprised what's the number actually actually I just took a look at the number it's closer to about 7 million well that's still quite a bit man 7 million active users oh that's that's quite a lot. Yeah. And right now, right now, if we are looking at the daily active users, mm. it's about 5 million. Oh, that's still quite a bit. That's still quite a bit. Wait, right? 5 million out of 6 billion people in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, actually, whoever is still in the world of Ethereum, or and this is just specific to Ethereum, and there's so many other cryptos and blockchains, right? Yeah. It's, it's literally, you can say that, yeah, one of the super early adopters. Because like you said, 5 million Yeah. Of 7 billion. But of course, this is daily active users. Uh, so maybe some people use it on like one day and then they ignore it for like the next one week. You know, like uh, most, yeah, probably. Yeah, but what, what percentage is that? You, I saw you were like typing something. And less than 1%, I think. Less than 1%? Yeah, yeah, it's less than 1%. Damn, okay. I mean, can you just imagine if let's say like 50% of, maybe like 25% of the world adopts such a technology? Hmm. Well, that'd be insane, man. You would you would definitely see a lot more price action and and stability as well in the prices. Yeah. Right. Because that by then, if there were so many people using it, and if the institution monies were also in, then yeah, I, I'm sure that you know, uh, like if one billion disappeared, it wouldn't have such a big hit as compared to now, where if one billion disappears, right? Yeah. Really. Yeah, because there's only five million active users supporting the one <laughs> one billion dollars. Yeah. So so it's it's it from from the charts, right? If you actually can see it, um, it's we 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 are we were decreasing a bit during like from December all the way to June, 
but it's starting to steadily increase up again. Because the market recovered a bit. <laughs> is it? I mean, I mean, it's a bit. A bit, a, a bit. bit. I mean, Ethereum went up quite a bit as well. Uh, Recently, right? Yeah, from like 900 USD. It's like 1.5, 1.6. Yeah, so there's, there's quite a bit of... There's like 60%. Actually, now that you say it like that, yeah, and since that's quite a lot of money. It's quite a bit of money. So if you pump in like $10,000, we have $16,000 now. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Not that's, bad, yeah? That's fast, man. Yeah, that's fast money. And that's like within the span of like the last one one week, right? No lah. Maybe like, or maybe yeah, I'm really? not sure. It's been quite, it's been but quite fast. But past, okay, one month lah, minimally. One month? Is it? But whatever. It felt like the pump just came out of nowhere. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere. So, so yeah, I really think that at this juncture, for anyone who hasn't started adopting crypto, if you start to adopt it now, you're technically still really super early. Mm. Yeah. But whether or not the price will rise or that, that's totally out of our own, I guess, research or jurisdiction because we can't control it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, even if you, I mean, how do I put it? Uh? If, if it's not adopting like, cryptocurrencies in your portfolio not that we are saying that you guys should mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's about the adopting the technology behind it like for mm-hmm. example like SingPass itself is I mean I mean other than just SingPass uh, uh, the banks are actually adopting such technology to make our lives better without us even realizing that we are using blockchain technology the banks yeah right like how has the banks done it so far just curious i mean other than coming up with their own uh uh uh, uh, cryptocurrencies for example like bank i think recently they have they came up with their own what uh, xsgd is it ah yeah but i mean that that is the more front end facing like it's more to consumers uh, facing but there are things such as like when they they implanted uh, implemented blockchain technology in their processes to make things more efficient or things like that. Mm. Yeah, I think more and more people are, are adopting all this technology to make their business leaner uh, while making business decisions. Uh. I think it's uh, like from what I understand about blockchain and, and what I'm seeing a lot of people or businesses are trying to do with it, it's a fantastic way to do verifications in an anonymous way, but yeah, in a very accurate manner. Mm. You get what I mean? Because yeah. we, we use a lot of uh, the, the, the MetaMask and Ethereum's network to, to create transactions or to uh, do transfers. Yeah. And the beauty of it is that we are doing all this transferring uh, in an anonymous manner where nobody would technically know who we are unless we actually told them, oh, you know, this is our specific address. Mm. Yeah, and all these are being done like cross border, can be done cross borders with so little transaction fee depending on which networks you use. Like. Yeah. So that honestly is quite insane. So uh, another, f- another reason to say that crypto is not dead. Lah. Mm. I mean, if, if that's like the, the thing is, that's if assuming that people continue to build on the technology and, and to create more uh, innovations that the consumers like us can use. Lah. Yeah. And of course, it's to make it so user-friendly that everyone can onboard it easily. Yeah. Yeah. But that that's also brings me to a point where I, I do have a little bit of worry because what I can think of as the reason why crypto may potentially die, right, is that if, I mean, the whole idea of crypto is to create a decentralized system, mm, mm, which mm. basically means we are trying to get less control or be less remove, controlled by the government. Remove control from the authority. Right? Yeah. And, and this could potentially mean that if everyone moves or a vast majority move into crypto, then there will be less power that the governments or the authorities have. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, if that were to be the case, who would be the one who would push back against this movement? 
which most likely is just the governments and authorities themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Good, good. Let me think. Uh, I think when you talk about that, right, I think the government don't have like full control, maybe over like the price or whatsoever. Yeah. They wouldn't have control over that. But they can control in such, in, in, in things like, for example, if you want to withdraw profits and you want to withdraw money to, into your bank account, mm-hmm. all this requires some form of taxation or regulation in place to make sure that the money is clean or whatsoever. Mm. And that's when the government can like implement some form of regulations, I guess. I, I guess that's the, the, the way that, that the government has stepped in to do good stuff. But I think people also have complained over the years, or especially this year, that I'm just quoting as an example, not nothing against the US, but the US government's printing money has caused such a high level of inflation that people are just like upset with them because that's literally killing some people's businesses or even killing some people's livelihoods. Mm. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's where some people are saying that, oh, that, that this is why we need... Uh, crypto because technically if if everyone was on the blockchain technology no one would have control of how money is being printed anymore you get mm, what i mean yeah 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 so so that's why i'm also that this has been also the argument that you know if if, if everyone adopted crypto then fiat might suddenly become less valuable valuable and people may no longer value fiat as fiat anymore right? yeah but i think that would be like a very distant dream right yeah i mean <laughs> i think both have to coexist lah it's, it's yeah. impossible for you to eradicate one or another. Is, is, uh, do you think it's possible for the governments to eliminate crypto though? Like, that's what I'm just thinking. Right. So like the government might print so much money that they can buy up all the crypto in the world. I, I don't know whether that is the case or more like they just, they just ban people from buying crypto. You think that's possible? Like I know that China has that ability to kind of do that. But China did that so that they can Create their, own. create their own, their own version. Yeah, create their own version. Just so like same, same but different. Uh. You get what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I get where you're coming like from. There's, there's this chance that the governments could do something that could literally stop the adoption of crypto, which is, it, it, it could be the cause of why crypto would be dead. Right? I mean, but maybe let's say one single country or state wouldn't uh, adopt crypto, but you can't stop other states from doing it. Or rather, you can't stop me from going over to US to open a bank account to 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 invest monies through there. Or you cannot stop me from going to mm. to to Germany to open a bank account to invest monies through there. But it will create a barrier of entry. Uh, yeah, But you cannot totally eliminate the barrier of entry, ma. You can create barriers, but you cannot eliminate entry. True lah. I mean, now at days, especially <coughs> with with uh, like VPN technology, you could literally be in Singapore but have a. Uh, that's a different story. Address yeah. in Germany and and, yeah. and, buy, and like opening up a German like bank account or whatsoever. Yeah, right? that's a different game. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but just something that I thought about uh, as to why potentially crypto could could I guess die. Yeah. Although I I think that's like you said, it's a bit unlikely. A bit unlikely lah, because I think there is quite a lot of people who are adopting it, mm-hmm. and there is quite a lot of money being poured in as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and governments are uh, uh understand the narrative behind why people want to go into crypto, and they are they they can't go against it mm-hmm. because you'll be going against your own people. Right. But yet they can like uh have some form of regulation while supporting it, I guess. Mm. And I think they would try their best to not go completely against, but I also think that they would find ways 
where they can adopt it early enough so that they're not, you know, completely blindsided and having yeah. this amount of uh, control in this area. Because yeah. like. I think at the end of the day, governments still need and want that control over certain financial Yeah, correct. Right? Yeah, but I think the scary part right now is that you have big corporations who actually really gathered a lot of money and end up getting like liquidated like over, over, over like a short span of time. Like for example, recently the three AC, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean then Luna, the that happened as well. Uh, it's, it's it's scary, like it's scary to think that. I mean that that's when you have all these different. I won't say black ships, but uh, uh, instances in the market that prevents people from wanting to enter uh, uh, all these different um, markets. Uh, rather, uh, rather to enter cryptocurrencies. Yeah, that is slow. That's slowing adoption, but yeah. But people are still adopting, so I think it's yeah, it's really scary, you know, to 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 hear things like people literally putting their money into certain like uh, I guess I don't know what what you consider them, but funds, I guess, like fund houses or funds. Some entities, like entities, let's just say entities, like yeah, entities, right? Yeah. And then having been promised certain returns and end up, you know, later finding out that your 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 assets are being locked up inside this yeah your capital yeah and your and you can't withdraw them. Right. Yeah, then that that's scary lah. So I guess that's those are the reasons maybe why people like think that crypto may potentially die mm-hmm. because it's not safe or whatsoever. That's why we ho- I, I I hope that the regulators come in in whatever capacity lah to make sure that that itself is more uh, people are taken care of lah. Yeah, and I I think although some crypto natives may think that you know with the US coming up with bills or or, or regulations to regulate crypto, I do feel that actually it, it potentially is a very good thing for the space because with regulation then we may start to see more and more of those bigger monies coming into play. Mm. Then they would think, oh, okay, now this space is a lot safer, it's a lot more regulated. We won't just see random liquidations from big. You know, names like Three Arrow Capital, Celsius, or Voyagers are suddenly going to bankrupt, declaring bankrupt. Because, mm. you know, with all the regulations making it more clear, what are the governments going to do when things don't turn out well, like what happened to Three Arrow? Then, you know, more and more of these big monies from the fund houses will be able to confidently put their money in while hedging on the risk. Lah. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. And I think with, uh, with innovation, definitely there'll be all this. I mean, there will always be good and bad sides to anything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess it's sad that you are on the bad side if let's <laughs> say you lost the money, but right. uh, uh, if you still believe in the whole entire macro of what blockchain, crypto can do, mm. you should be investing. La. Yeah. And oh, sorry, sorry. Not should be. I mean, like your your own decision. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, your own decision. Like do your research and make sure you understand the technology behind it and whether or not you see and, and like like really ask yourself whether you do think that this technology will benefit like humankind in the long run. Because if it doesn't, right, then just take it as yeah, you, you just don't think it, it works out and it's just a, a Ponzi scheme or scam. That that's your belief and if it's that yeah. belief perfectly fine. Yeah. Of course also don't regret lah, like when when like for example like Apple, we all never knew Apple would have risen to how big it is right now yeah, right? yeah 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 i don't like regret saying ah oh, shit i should have bought apple like 10 years 12 20 years ago yeah i think i think it's, it's just understand what what you you believe the technology will do for the future and whether or not it will have its utility as well like. yeah oh else but anyway i hope that this episode has helped you in any way uh thanks for listening for today's uh, episode and i guess we'll catch you guys in the next one yeah man ciao 
Thanks for staying all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope that today's episode has been of value to you. But remember, action compounds, so does inaction. You are the owner of your journey in life. Make that conscious effort to improve 1% every day starting today. So, what are you still doing here? Get out there, time to level up. If you loved today's episode, leave us a review in the platform you're on. It will really help us by getting our message out there to those who desire to level up. Alright, see you in the next episode. Bye.